You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Homeland After Show. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, After Buzzers, and welcome to the third season, the seventh episode of Showtime's Homeland, episode entitled Geronchan, or <laughs> something that we couldn't figure out exactly. Maybe it's what, like a girl. What it meant, or something. Oh, did you find that? No. No? Didn't find it. Okay. Okay. Maybe somebody will look it up in the booth named Stephen Lemieux and let us know sometime during the episode. Yeah, whatever that means. If you can Google that or something. I don't know. Anyway, um, hell of an episode, guys. Uh, I'm your host, Thaddeus Massey, and joining me today is... Stefan Wallace. And Nando Velasquez. Yes, Thaddeus, Nando, and Stefan. We're about to jump right into it. Do you want to know Garanchin? Yes, Yes. Garanchin. Tell us, Steven. Steve Lemieux, our producer. Garanchin is a... um, Let's see here. It's a T.S. Eliot poem. And the one excerpt that it has at the top says, Thou hast no... Thou hast nor youth nor age, but as it were an after dinner sleep, dreaming of both. But it's a uh, fairly long poem. Okay, so okay, so what we'll do is we'll read it. Okay, and we'll come back next week with maybe how yeah. that poem uh, relates to the episode in some way because obviously it has to have some correlation. So, quote the Raven. Yeah, <laughs> or you guys will maybe you guys will let us know. Um, on our, yeah, let them tweet. Everybody yeah, tweet, should, uh, tweet us or and you know, comment. Let us and know comment something. And let us know. Tell us what you guys know or find out about what that means and how it correlates to the episode. But starting off this episode, it was it was a good episode. I I really liked the psychological. Uh, it was like a a gameplay. Chess moves were made. Uh, Saul was in the interrogation room with Javadi and. It was so funny how Javadi, you know, just I guess when you're a boss and you, you know, you're somebody who's in charge, you're used to dictating, you know, orders and dictating terms and arrangements of how things are going to work out. And he was pretty much telling Saul, you know, what his terms were going to be. Yeah. And Saul is about to walk. You think Saul is like, those are terms? Okay. He thinks Saul's about to leave the room and he turns around. He's like, I think you got this all wrong here. <laughs> well, this continues the whole chess match because uh, I think it was a chess move, him killing his ex-wife and his daughter-in-law. Right. That was part of the chess move saying, okay, you know what? You think you got me cornered? Right. Well, here we go. I still I still have some plays left. Right. So I, I still think uh, I still think it's continuing the chess match, but it was really interesting to see him blow up when Saul was like, no, you're not just going to give me some secrets and then get off scot-free. Right. Yeah. Right, you're going back to Iran, sucker. Right, what do you want? Like a he yeah. wanted like a, a fortress in, in, in Miami. Flor- in Miami? <laughs> Are yeah. you kidding me? <laughs> I want to be on South Beach with this, you know, guards out front. And, I want uh, heightened security. I want all my money too. Right, Make sure I get all my money. Right, mm. all the money that I siphoned, all the terrorist right. money. Like, are you kidding I, me? <laughs> I want to live the rest of my life in bliss. Thank you, Saul. 
Right. And while you're at it, give me a Kardashian. Right. You know, while you're at it. You <laughs> <laughs> probably get a Kardashian. You probably would, right? Yeah, there you go. Right. While you're at it. All right, throw one in. Throw I, one I in. love the layers of each plan. It's always like uh, when you when you think about even Saul, the uh, there's like an inner circle, then there's an inner, inner circle, and then there's just Saul, and he knows right. even deeper what he was about to do. Right. Because uh, Farah was like, Wait, when nobody told me we were sending them back? Right, was that What's the plan all along? All did you guys know? She, it was, everybody's kind of brushing her off. They're like, fine, you're, you're in the circle, but you're in that the, circle. Outside <laughs> of the inner circle. Well, she's still new, and she obviously has her own theories on, on how things should be done, you know, she right. from her culture, from her ways. And yeah, I mean, look. Uh, she's really, not in a position of authority to even be questioning. No, but she like, has shown some emotional. Uh, you know, she has been very emotional at right. times this season. So she's still yeah. young, and she's she's obviously gotten involved. Yeah, yeah, she has her heart in there. Yeah, she definitely does, and mm. she's it's, it's definitely personal uh, with her. I mean, you could see when she went in there and she was interviewing mm-hmm. uh, Javadi for Saul. Saul was standing right there, and that interview they start speaking. It lasted oh, all of 10, ten seconds, seconds. Yeah, right. and then they're speaking in their native tongue. And right. I mean, she said a bunch of cuss words in another language. Right, and Mr. Right. Fowler were like, "Oh, those were not nice." <laughs> she, she I need was, subtitles. I want some yeah, subtitles. Yeah, I want some subtitles. Yeah, why too. don't they have subtitles on this stuff? I want to see. I want to hear what some of this stuff means. Yeah. yeah. So, no, really. so she's definitely, definitely uh, emotionally compromised in the situation. Not like mm. she's an operative and she's undercover, and it's like necessary for her not to be emotionally compromised, but. You know, you have to have a certain level of control. I mean, Carrie was like when they were when they were looking at the interview mm-hmm. from behind closed doors on on the counter on the screen. Carrie was telling her like, you know, you can't let him get to you. She was like, well, he does, right? You know, like, yeah, I'm not gonna sit here and fake and act like this doesn't hit home with me. Um, it's really deep there. She's she's got deep rooted hatred for him, and yeah, it's personal. Well, yeah. she obviously has more of not knowledge about him because of her own background, her mm-hmm. own culture, where her family comes from, as opposed to someone like Carrie or Saul, who, of course, they see this man as a criminal, as a as an international criminal and a terrorist. But you know, to them, he's the Langley bomber, or he's the, he's one of the men behind the Langley bombing. Right. And yes, that's a big deal. But you know, they don't see all the other. They, Atrocities. Well, they see it, but it's not. The, it's not their concern. Their concern right now is to cover their butts for the Langley bombing, right. and also here's an opportunity. I mean, this is a big gamble that Saul is doing. Right. Instead of arresting, because obviously we see later Lockhart, I, you know, Lockhart and Farrah are on the same side in the sense of we should try this man. Right. We should yeah. try. Although he has different intentions and different reasons for it, he's like we should try this man. Right. And uh, Saul is like, no, he is an asset right now. We can use him as an asset because. He is a way into a country that he said it. It's a black box. Right. We don't know years. how to get in there for thirty years. We haven't yeah. been able to get in there, and right. here's our here's our chance to get in here. And if it gives a criminal like this some uh, freedom, right? So be it. Yeah. And this is what everybody. I mean, this you guys have to let us know what you think about this. Obviously, because I think this is one of those situations where everybody's moral compass, like the antennas on everybody's moral compass, kind of stands up, and they're like, "What do you do?" How do you handle this situation? Because you can argue the rights on both sides of this scenario. Sure. Do you take this guy and do you go ahead and string him up right here, right now? We've got him. You're, you're a criminal, war criminal, everything. You, you fit every list of criminal. You're a traitor to us. You're a traitor to your own country. Right. Like, you know, this guy is obviously not a good guy. You know, comes back home, murders, murders family members, and they're going to send him back. So as far as Saul is concerned, <laughs> Saul's argument is like, look. We have an opportunity 
to really shake up the whole region and change the complexion of the whole region to our favor. We have to look beyond the atrocities of this one guy. We take this guy down, they're just going to put somebody else back up that we're not going to have access to, especially at that level. And we start at square one again. We start at square one. Now, my argument is, or my question, not my argument, but my question is, although obviously trust is not the right word, we can't trust this guy, but is it wise to send him back? Now, the thought, or the thought pattern or thought process that Saul is using to send him back. It's completely logical, totally makes sense to send him back as an asset. But this guy is in the higher-ups. The, the, the information that they have on him, is it possible, do you guys think, and what do you guys think at home, do you think that that would give him time to spend that information? Because mm-hmm. information is just that, information. It could be doctored. It could be manipulated. He is an intelligence officer. And he is an intelligence mm-hmm. officer. Yeah. So he can go back to his home, go back to the home state in Tehran and take whatever information and spin it and use it for his benefit sure. against uh, CIA. Well, not just that. I mean, also just the fact that I, I, if, I feel like Saul turned him based on his vision, his dream. Like, right. oh, this is my dream of what we used to be. And, and you know, it's kind of like I, I trust you right. at the end of the day, more or less. I don't think there's anything other than the embezzlement that uh, and, uh, that really is concrete that can hold Javadi to, to Saul. Right. So, yeah, I mean, there's that. And he could definitely change that. And there's no other motivation. It was just kind of a weird mo- – I, I get it. And it, it it's kind of nice for him to say, like, remember when we were younger and we had this dream? We had yeah. this, you know – it's kind of nice mm-hmm. in a very upstanding way, but come on, you know, I don't think in the real world it really works that way. <laughs> well, I mean, the motivation... No, the mass murder. Yeah. Also, you know, I liked how he alluded to... Well, he didn't allude. He actually said it. It's like, look, by some strange roundabout way, you recruited me, whatever, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And now, based on everything that's happened, I'm in the position that I'm in because of you. And he, he basically offered him power... And placing and installing him back in a position of power over there mm. with his cooperation. I guess that works. Yeah. Like true. remember when he when they were talking yeah. and, he, and he mentioned that. Right. How do you guys feel about him offering him a position of power? And then that also thinks you like, oh, is that what they do with Saddam Hussein? Is that the government? <laughs> you know, yeah, because it's worked it. so well before, if we, right. you know, based on past history. Right. Yeah, and then, totally. it's a, then as soon as the business deal goes awry or there's a breach of contract, right, right, right. <laughs> you have to like go extract them and get them yeah. out of there now. Yeah. So, so how do you guys feel about the the fact that Saul even offered that incentive, quote unquote, to give this guy? Some level of power, I should, you know, I, you know, I should at least return the favor, kind of thing. I, I, think I mean, Sala, I think, I think, to me, is enough motivation not to get have a public be publicly hung, right, and strung up mm. like is what they're practicing again. Sure. That's enough for me. <laughs> I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't have to offer him. Yeah, Saul said, you know what I'm saying? Public but, hanging is in vogue again, right? Yeah, I, I think Saul is very deep. He's a very deep thinker. He he really thinks ahead. Right. And uh, you almost have to trust that he knows better. He's uh, mm. appealing to uh, the interest, you know, that uh, he, he feels like if I give you this power, I make this trade off. This is something that he knows that uh, uh, what's uh, what's his name? 
Javadi. Javadi. He knows Javadi will go for. He's not going to say something that Javadi's not going to, you know, go with. Saul knows this guy. Right. It's not so much the trust. I think it's a knowing of uh, his habits. Mm. He knew. Uh, he he recognized them by uh, going after using his uh, his favorite soccer uh, guy heroes so- soccer name. player. Yeah, yeah. Because he has a pattern. He this this Javadi has a pattern. He has a, a a way that he does things. So Saul's appealing to that. I think. Right. So somewhat of a, a vanity. Yeah, he knows he's he's going to be there. Saul even said something to him at the end. There, he said. Um, uh, how do you know I won't just run, Javadi said. Right. Or I won't just disappear. And he, he said something like, um, uh, I believe you'll, uh, uh, shoot, I can't remember that line. There's a line right there. I can't there, remember it either. Yeah. But, that, but Saul said something to the effect of, it is who you are. Right. I know that you'll show up because that's who you are. Mm-hmm. Right. So it, it was kind of that thing. I, I think Saul's thought it through. Right. Well, again, it's a very flimsy, I don't know. It, just it, still, is, it, it still feels to me it's all flimsy, like. Yeah. yeah. I don't feel there's anything concrete to really hold Javadi except for to his word, which is kind of weird. You know, yeah. he's going to be back in Iran and he can, who knows what he can do. Right. Yeah. But that's the whole show. I mean, every every contract on this show comes down to I mean, the, somebody's, you're trusting somebody to do what they say. The only thing that makes true. sense is when he said that, you know, you attack us, then we attack you. And, and, and pretty much he's saying, we know you attacked us. Right. So right. our next step is to attack you. Right. So, or can we, or we break can do this, so we can break the cycle and do this and we can, you know, have a, uh, satisfy both sides. Right. So to speak. So, yeah. This guy, just going back, you know, to the interview uh, when he had him in the room, He's kind of, uh, you know, he asked him why he killed his wife and the daughter-in-law. Uh, to me, the daughter-in-law was just collateral damage. She was just the wrong place at the wrong time. Right. It was all really about the ex-wife. And dude, you know the culture. Like, if they were married, there's no ex-wife right, under right. God. Yeah, he said, he said my wife. Right. If I, I, if I would have time, you would have given me more time. I didn't have enough time to stone her to death. <laughs> you know, so it's like, I'm just like, you know, why is Saul asking that? Like, he should know. He knows the culture. He but knows that. Saul's on top of it, though. Saul also knows that the, the time's ticking. So he's got, what, 10 days before he's no longer in power at CIA. Mm-hmm. He may not even be uh, employed. Based on the way things went with Lockhart, Lockhart. Right. right? Yeah. So, so Saul's got a he. He has a plan. Right. He has a plan in place. It's 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 going to unfold, and we'll see it. He's deep. <laughs> He's deeper than we all know. No, that's true. Well, I mean, when he took Javadi to the side before he sent him away with Carrie, he took, you know took him in the back that little back hallway. Mm-hmm. So he could actually find out, you know, get yeah. that little tidbit of information. Right. And I feel like that's going to be this is a semi-prediction, I guess. It, well, it's not a prediction. It's kind of obvious. Well, that that is the. It's okay. The you can do bomb- obvious predictions. The, the, it's okay. The, You're well, safe. Well, the bombing, the bombing is is obviously is turning into the subplot as opposed to the. Uh-huh. You know, we're really getting back on track, and this is where I feel like the show is transitioning away from Brody. Like the, you can exonerate mm-hmm. Brody. But you know it's going to be all about the back to the network. Right. You know the I. It's the IRC. IRG. 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 Well, first of all, yeah, which is Iranian Revolutionary Guard or something like that. Yeah, Iranian Revolutionary Guard. Yeah, something. So, yeah, let's not downplay that question. I think that's a huge question that he asked, and it's it's great that the us as the audience supposedly get an answer. Well, that's something that Brody is innocent. Yeah, that that's definitely something that. 
but that we have that's gonna let, that lets the audience know where the story, yeah. where the show, and what direction the show is gonna go. Because now you have Saul on this grand scale who's dealing with Javadi and having using him as an asset and having right. him having him take down and manipulate the complexion of the the network of the IRGC over in Tehran, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you have the subplot of Carrie exonerating. Brody, Brody, he didn't yeah. commit the bombing, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. I almost got confused there for a second because uh, uh, Javadi said something like, uh, who gave the keys to the He said Brody didn't. Well, yeah, he kind of teased. Yeah, he kind of teased that Brody might have given the, the keys. keys. Yeah, I was like, well, wait. So, so Brody's still in a roundabout way. Maybe, well, you know, maybe. and Javadi can be lying. Who knows? Javadi right. could be fibbing a little bit. Right. Uh, it doesn't seem like he is. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, and, and you have two expert. You know, analysts who right. should be able to read somebody when they're lying or telling the truth. I mean, I guess sometimes they need a lie detector, like Javadi needed the other episode. But, <laughs> but uh, you think they can they can understand and read them. Right. But for all intents and purposes, at, at least for right now, it seems like Brody is at least at the very least innocent of the bombing. Maybe he gave his car keys to somebody. Who knows? I mean, he um, might have given it, and, and it might have just been an order. Sure. Give him your yeah. keys. He doesn't know what they're going to. Oh, do he didn't know what it was for. Right. Yeah, he knows what it was for. You know, kind of thing. So yeah. I don't trust him though. He knows that um, Saul kind of used Carrie in a in a certain way, yeah, in order to get him there. And I think he may be trying to play Carrie. She's she's easily manipulated when she becomes emotional, mm. you know. And we've seen that over the you know last uh, I mean the last couple seasons. And he is using the he did use the Brody as the emotional. He's playing on that emotion, yeah. yeah. So he may be able to have carry. He may be able to turn her and turn of. her against Saul a little bit because yeah. by saying that Saul was asking this question to me. So there you right. go. It shows right. a difference of opinion between right. the two of you. It was really mm-hmm. funny as how he he said, you know, that's really messed up or that's really cruel to carry. Like I mm-hmm. would never, I would never do something like because that. Because it's the old. It's uh, like oh, 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 Saul do you we're friends now. <laughs> right, we we, we right. can be friends. You just stabbed your ex-wife to death with a beer, like a bottle yeah. of shards in her yeah. neck, like a million times. And this is cruel. That's cruel. Right. What Saul did to you? <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. Mm, it's it like it this guy, like dude, you you really are a psycho. But she can't even pick it up, and you know she's sharp. Yeah, but because she's blinded with the whole Brody thing. Yeah, yeah, she's listening. She's got her ears open. That's her baby daddy. She got That's her, her baby daddy. <laughs> Talking about baby daddy, yeah, she's having morning morning sickness. sickness. <laughs> she's yeah. going to meet the police to find out after yeah. after Queen gets caught on the surveillance, the neighbor surveillance camera. She has to go and try to calm this situation down. Yeah, so she goes to meet with the captain mm. at the at the murder scene at the house to cover up this whole to cover up this whole murder. double murder. Yeah. This mess. And this, yet, this shit. Yeah. This they kept saying, shit. The detective kept saying it. He said this. He didn't even know how else to describe it. I know. He just kept saying this shit. How do you justify? And I like that they actually installed this guy because now that Dana's gone, we have a new moral compass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's the detective. Yeah. I don't know if they're going to keep him around, but they'll probably they'll probably always like plant a little different. Sure. Uh, you know, nah, I think people. he's a. I think I, if I can make a prediction, I think he's going to be gone after. I think he served his purpose this episode. No, yeah. I just mean that I think they're always going to dump somebody in oh. an episode who will kind of serve as some sort of moral that, compass yeah. 
for the audience, mm. you know, on the audience's behalf kind of thing. That's what it seemed like to me. Perhaps. Well, but I think we have enough people who want to know the truth or, or again, he's kind of somebody else. I, you wonder why he wants to know the truth. Does he want to try Javadi if Javadi's guilty? I mean, Javadi is guilty if he discovers Javadi's guilty. I, I mean, to me, I, to me, it, that, it kind of annoyed me, yeah. to be honest with you, because it just didn't seem realistic at all. It's like, well, you have this man on camera. It's classified. The man comes in after... Of his own free volition, obviously he's <laughs> operative, working with the CIA. Like this is so obvious. Right? Yeah. What do you feel like you need to get explained to? Well, you? yeah, and then and you like, you're going to bury it anyway because they told you to, to bury it because right. it's national security. So right. why is it? I still want to know. You know, it's like, come on, it's like you see these two agents won't give you an answer. Right. What if you got the answer? Maybe you because you're not under the same rules and regulations as the CIA. Exactly. You might actually say, oh, "Honey, you won't believe it." We go home to your wife. You won't believe this, <laughs> right? And I just did his murder, and it's totally you know some terrorist from Iran's in town. You know, right. what do I you think, do with I it? I think that the uh, the questioning had nothing to do with the point of what he was he was trying to get across. His point was. To plant that seed, I was saying uh, mm. as I was watching it, he represents the people. He represents America. You right. know, we 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 have no idea where our, our tax dollars really go. We have no idea what the CIA really does. We have no idea about all this stuff, and they keep us out. We're all on the outside, and he's saying this is the most frustrating thing in the world. And finally, I have. One person to just unload on, right, and See, and represent the voice of the I, people. I get what you're saying, but uh, the only reason why I don't agree with it 100 percent because we, as the audience, knows what's going on. So he's not representing the voice of the audience, not the audience, the, I'm, of I'm the saying, American people uh, as uh, a whole. As a, yes, whenever something like this happens, oh, yeah. I, all right, I kind of can understand that, but I still think this man is incredibly selfish because, again. <laughs> It's not going to do anything to the police conversation because it's apparently this case will be closed by the CIA, by government officials. Of course, of course. So it's just like, I just want to know. And I'm just going to bring as many CIA agents and take you off your job, which is to protect <laughs> this freaking country so that you can answer my two or three questions about this murder. Which is so like, I think which, it's a bit selfish. Which is really funny. I mean, beyond selfish, just like, how, how does, this guy doesn't have the authority to do this. He, yeah. He's like, yeah. Like, this, and this that's like, the other thing. He like, has no authority to do this. Right. And yet he's got <laughs> CIA like, agents going, oh my God, we got to, we got to satisfy, uh, you know, yeah. uh, what's, what's the, the name of the Dragnet, Dragnet, uh, Dick Tracy. Nate, Dick Tracy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to satisfy Dick Tracy, Joe Friday. Over here, who's got like very little jurisdiction just just for this block in this area, of Washington right, D.C. Right. So we got to do this just because we got to make sure that nobody discovers Javadis in in town until we can get them out of there. Right. So right. It, I don't know. The whole thing kind of it was annoying to me. That's why I said well, it kind of annoyed me. Here's the reason why it's kind of like, dude, they don't right. have to answer to you, and you guys would be like, no, drop think, it, go well, back to work, go grab a donut. No, no, no. But here's the reason why. Here's the reason why this guy is important. As annoying as I found him to be with his angle, mm-hmm. here's the reason why he's important. He's here. To really be Quinn's moral compass. Yep. Well, He's he did here, plant that seed, as we yeah, saw. Because Quinn, we have to remember this from all the way back in the beginning of this season. Right. Quinn was really, really affected by killing that kid yep. in Columbia right. when he was going for one of the six assassination targets. Right. And here he comes walking in last week's episode seeing uh, two women dead. One, one he's seeing being stabbed by a bottle and the other one already in shot the in the head. In the act. In the act. Yeah. And this baby, 
yeah. being alive. Yeah. And don't forget, yeah. So don't forget, this is the, almost the opposite of what happened to to uh, to him. Like he accidentally killed a kid. Oh, yeah. And here it is. This kid is an orphan. Yeah. Due right. to all this, so he is he is affected by all this. And if anything, it, I think the line was said. I think I wrote it down Did toward the end. What and you to said his it. Son? No. What happened to his no Javadi's son? Yeah, I'm sure it'll come back up, but there's uh, no mention. I mean, just if, if anything justifies what we do. Mm-hmm. He literally says that to Carrie at the end. Mm-hmm. And when he's saying that, he's not really talking about the Javadi murders. He's talking about what he did way back in episode one. So the only reason why this stupid police officer, and I, I, you know, this character, because I thought it was annoying, yeah, it was, was here, annoying. was really, it only made sense when Quinn was there and he got to ream Quinn. And if Quinn didn't kill that kid... I really think Quinn would have held his own and been a lot, a lot less conflicted and a lot less like reflective over what he's done. Right. But so that it, was it goes back to what you were saying, though. I mean, now you see the writer has uh, implemented that moral compass. The moral compass is not the if the cop will show back up. Cop's done. Right. Yeah. He did his job. He planted the seed. Now it's Quinn. So right. now as we go forward, he's our moral compass as the audience. He's always right. going to give us that other look. That other take, he actually was trying to wash his hands of all CIA duties. Yeah, he was. You know, and Karen so kind of brought him is, back is into reeling it. him back in. I agree with it, but I don't even think he'll ever be a hundred percent. But if he he won't, I don't think so. I don't no. think so either. But it, it, I think it also it, it it gives the audience that look in the mirror, mm-hmm. like yep. because you know when you whenever you watch a show that has this much plot lines or this this much. Uh, you do self-reflection like sure. you know what would you do or how do you feel like you know you some some people feel that you should go bend this way some people feel like the situation should have been that way and right. that's based on that own person's uh like moral compass and how they feel and their own yeah. character so you know some people it's, it's like you watch the show and you're like well is really all this stuff that's going on necessary is it really making things better Mm. is it really is things are things really i know we're fighting a good fight but is it really making things better are things really better are we just managing i'm sure it's online i think it's just if anything it's it's just quinn just again being conflicted just because yeah I, i don't even know if it's a moral compass it's like the prices that we have to pay for the job that we do Right. That's really what it is. The prices that he has to pay. He has to live with the death of this kid. He has to live with watching, you know, this, uh, because of, of, they weren't really as on top of, uh, Javadi last week as they thought they were. Right. They had to witness, uh, this mur- double murder. You know, right. if, if, if this is, if their work is actually egging on the terrorists that they're trying to stop. Right. You know, I mean, there's a lot of that. I mean, don't forget yet, Javadi, part of the reason why Javadi is here right now is because of, the assassination attempts that included what Quinn did in the beginning. Yeah. So there is a little bit of tit for tat, and 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 it kind of ties into what Saul is doing, which is he's trying to stop this by making an agreement. But here Quinn is, you know, again the recipient of uh, of what he set in motion earlier this season. Yeah, hmm. Quinn. Uh, you know, we see we see Quinn. You know, he's definitely questioning his his role. Yeah. <laughs> or his. His position mm-hmm. uh, with the agency and, and staying. He said he was done, and I really believed him. And then all of a sudden, Carrie blinks her pretty. Oh, jeez. Um, yeah, once, what a, once we eyes. figure out what the play green. is. <laughs> green, and, I think, right? Yeah. yeah. And she, <laughs> she I, I can't do it without you. Right. I, need, I need your help. Yeah. But e- even she, I think, is, is just it's misdirected now. Hmm. She's so Brody-focused that 
I don't know that um, she's looking at it as uh, the the big picture. She's more or less exonerating Brody. It's right. all about how do we get back to that. What I'm really interested in is how Javadi alluded to that maybe the attorneys had something to do with the whole the attorneys that represented him. He yeah. said they're not Paul Franklin. Yeah, he said they're really not. He said, well, they're not my attorneys anymore. Mm-hmm. Pretty much. <laughs> like after, so yeah, you can go for uh, them because they're not my attorneys. Right. Anymore. Exactly. But they have something to do with the bombing. Right. Yeah, that didn't make sense to me either. I was like, or is it his really? play? Now remember, he's a very intelligent guy as well. Is but those attorneys, those people killed. Yeah, it could be. His, yeah, it could be. To a take plan. those guys out. It's a part of his play. Remember? Well, we saw. Yeah, in, but the, you, you got to remember, you're dealing with intelligence officers as well. So well, you're not planning. You're planning a seed, but you're not giving him. Any, you're not giving Carrie or anybody any information to go off of, and therefore there's nothing that leads to them. Yeah. doing anything. Well, don't forget, they, he fed gonna, him. He gave him something. I mean, we saw in clips for next week's episode that they're obviously going to go for this guy, and and some sure. really interesting. Things seem to happen. It seems to be a little bit of a conspiracy theory going mm-hmm. on next week. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe Javadi knew all this stuff, and that's why he gave he gave them the tools to actually expose something else mm-hmm. that they're aware of. So, again, it's still a chess match going yep. on here, and I think that's all part of the chess match. Just feeding information. You can't just hand the information. You got to give them the like plant the seeds. Like right. I said, right. got to plant the seeds to see what happens. This is like a see chess match. In a chess match. In a chess match. <laughs> in a chess match. <laughs> in a chess match. And then when you get to the bottom, you realize it was just a game of Connect Four. <laughs> the whole the whole time. <laughs> Gee, what was that? The commercial was like, oh, sis, you got me again? I don't know. Connect Four. <laughs> I'm dating myself. Yeah, Connect Four. I know, right? Yeah, totally. Okay, so let's talk about Saul having to go and answer to uh, Senator Lockhart oh, since God. he's been missing for the last... I want a, I want a conference room like week. that. I want a conference room where I could just <laughs> shut off the windows like that and like a, and, and audio in one second. It was right. like he turned him off. Yeah, it was he was awesome. talking. Like he was TV. like, "You son of a." Yeah, and it was just off. Like a te- exactly like a television. Well, yeah, I mean, great play. Well, first of all, I mean, he had to confess to Dar what was going on, and I know right. we've all felt like. We don't trust Dar for the past couple of episodes, right. so uh, we and, and we joked around that we might he might even be the, a mole or something. And then I was like, Nah, he's not a mole. It's, it wouldn't be that obvious. But obviously, right. there's still a little little something going on between the two of them. So and Dar ended up siding more or less with uh, with Saul for, for the time being. Well, because because to, to, to do what he did actually show some cojones. Mm-hmm. I mean, he actually stood up to this guy, mm-hmm. locked him in a room, was like. Look, I'll take care of the president. You know, like he really sure, and, and that's how that's Dar likes that kind of thing. Yeah. Dar is like, yeah, he's finally grown some balls, and he's actually <laughs> like, you know, he's been waiting for Saul to actually yeah. exact his power, and he's sure. exacting his power right now. But he's been doing it this whole time. He just didn't include him in on this yeah. high. Level, you know, he does. And Dar he, understands, he has, apparently. He right. understands mm-hmm. now. So and, and, it's interesting. And, and Dar, and Dar's role seems to be more special ops. And mm-hmm. that's, that's more of when you're like laying the hammer. He's like right. the heavy. And, and right now it was all about espionage. It wasn't about being the heavy and right. being the goon and going in there and sniping people out and take that, sure. that, that wasn't, it was, this was an operational procedure that needed yeah. an intelligence officer like Harry. Yeah. And he just brought Quinn in to have Carrie's back. Yeah. That was it. Because mm. she's in the line of 
she's in a dangerous spot. So that was that's pretty much all it was. And that Farrah knows about it too. I mean, Dar was and insulted. Farrah, I think a, what do you call him? The towel head? Where is it? He took the towel, the scarf yeah. head. No, he took the scarf head. <laughs> the scarf head's been missing yeah, too. I guess she's with you. Well, I can understand him feeling insulted. He feels completely on the outside. He felt he was on the, the inside with Saul, right? And it's all trusted him. And it just turns out that they both, you know, it didn't seem like Dar trusted. Saul either because when he was talking to Lockhart, he kind of withheld information to Saul later on. So, uh, it, it, well, at least that was we were led. Not to, a whole I, lot. I, th- I felt we were led to believe that a little bit. I felt his his conversation with Saul last week was a little. I think the writers were just trying to mess with us. Yeah, just trying to mess with us. <laughs> I agree. With, well, I agree with that now. I totally freaking agree with that now. Right. Yeah. But still, I mean, look, that was such an awesome scene. Uh, it just was great having Saul get mad again, have him go to the conference room right. and shut this guy down, and then later on be like, oh, by the way, uh, Senator Lockhart seemed to have locked himself up in a conference room. You want to have a ch- chance. Right. Maybe yeah. you should see if he's still in there Saul, and let him out. Saul had a little swag for a second. Yeah, yeah he did. It was awesome, man. It was I, I totally think Dar awesome. respects Saul because he sees the big picture and he understands it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it, it was clear that uh, with Lockhart, he just doesn't get it. Yeah. He's a part of what the problem is. The, the he's a figurehead. Cycle. Yeah, he's yeah. a political figure, figurehead. Yeah, I mean, a, I mean, if you if you think about it, if he comes in and, and they're working working the way Lockhart wants to work, and sure. they're, they're using the drones and uh-huh. all that to gather intel, it's like, like, dude, you're not going to get information, right. accurate information from seventeen thousand feet in the air. It's mm. just not going to happen. Like, yeah, what sure. do you think is going on? And, and the fact that Lockhart doesn't get that. To me, is Lockhart doesn't uh, want to get his hands dirty. That's all it really is. I think. Yeah, but he's he said, not, let's, let's he, kill him. Yeah, but he's not going in and doing the work. No, he's just gonna give an order. Well, as a figure of speech, yeah. No, I understand. But yeah. what I'm saying is, it's not going to hurt the agency mm-hmm. for him to actually send in agents or operatives that are supposed to go in there and mm. do. The, do what they're supposed to do. Dirty, Go and yeah. spy and handle <laughs> espionage and whatever it is. And do whatever it is that mm. takes together intel. Yeah. As opposed to sending drones. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I mean, what good are what, what good are drones besides being able to maybe see where weapons, or weapons are located? Hmm. It's going to be very interesting to see ten days from now where everything goes. Lockhart well, goes. If they give him that power. chance, if if he ever gets that opportunity. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, he's he's set up, right? They're they're saying the president's already said Lockhart's our guy, Mm. so he'll be running the CIA. And and, um, I feel like there's going to be a couple of different divisions now. He could start talking to the the president before he's out of office, though. Before he's out, before he's out the next 10 days, as the director, acting director of the CIA... (laughs) He can go in and say, Mr. President, really? I need a meeting, bro. Hmm. <laughs> Interesting to know. Just like that. I need yeah, a meeting, just like bro. That. No. I mean, I if think... he's in charge right now, anything could happen in this time period. So sure. he has to respect that this guy is the guy who's the guy for right, right now <laughs> until the senator takes over. Yeah. You mm. know, like, I, I don't really know even, to me, he's a senator. Like, hey, he's a senator. Like, what qualifications does he have to operate the CIA at this level? Him and the president are in the same fraternity, so you know that's how it always goes in the <laughs> government. <bones>. Probably, <laughs> probably. No, this ten days will probably take about two episodes anyway, so yeah, doesn't matter. It's going to be stretched out. Yeah, it, it is going to be stretched out, and it's going to be very interesting to see um, how this is going to play out. You know, one of my questions was uh, going back to to Farah, she was so enraged about the situation. I mean, you saw you saw earlier when Javadi was uh, being escorted out 
She um, grabbed the scissors. She grabbed yeah. the scissors. I really thought that she was going to like stab this guy in the neck or something and like like throw a wrench in the hole. Yeah. Plant. I wonder if she's going to have another opportunity. I, I would have that's to what, think she is. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. I'm thinking like she might. I'm wondering if she might have a chance to to throw a wrench in like mm. the works. Yeah. That that's you know? what makes that lets me know that this has something to do with her personal family. This is not. Yeah, you've been saying that. Stephon. I'm telling you, it's going to come out. It, this is like he killed mm. her mom or. He is her father. Somebody was a victim of something they did. Something, somebody, something. <laughs> and it's very, well, very personal and deep. We're gonna definitely find out. <laughs> and I, you know, they've 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 uh, included her as an integral part of this, you know, intelligence operation. Yeah. So I don't really foresee them yeah, writing her out. Yeah, right. like she's she's there, mm-hmm. and she's a good actress, and she's pretty. So yeah, she's, so you hope to know more about her. That's what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, we're, we'll see. She's no Peter Quinn, we'll but I'm kidding. I mean, I'm, I'm sure Lauren doesn't think she's any Peter Quinn. <laughs> no, Lauren. <laughs> yeah, but you know, I mean, I would like to see more of this character and see how it develops mm. with the story, especially now sure. that they do they re- they don't really need her like right. they need her before. Now they've gotten to the next level of the operation. Yeah, and they've got they're sending this guy back, and um, oh. it's in play. Yeah. Yeah, it's on. But I think uh, Saul will have a small team. It'll be Carrie, Farah, you know, mm-hmm. Peter Quinn, and and, and they'll be Dar. their own. And now uh, Dar's Dar, 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 yeah. Dar going to be on that team as well. They'll be their own separate entity. I think. I didn't know what was going to happen with Dar when he showed up to Peter Quinn's house. Yeah, when he, Peter Quinn got out of the shower. And I don't he goes like to how the they show up to your house though. That's that's creepy, right? It is creepy. It's like hey. I'm at your front door. Right. Well, the CIA, they're watching everybody anyway. So why, why don't you just take it one step further? And go, hey, he's got hella instincts, though, because yeah. he's in the shower. And he's like, <laughs> Someone's at my front door. Right. Uh, it's Peter Quinn. Uh-huh. He's, he's part Spider-Man. Right. Like, <laughs> born identity. Mm. I'm no. surprised he uh, didn't get those cameras, you know, because he usually, you know, vets a location out pretty well. And he said he did. He, he said he somehow missed that, mm. you know, which the, the I think his senses are being dulled because he's – Kind of over it. Yeah. Senses. He's slipping. Hmm. He's slipping. Also, Brody. Brody's been missing. You talking about characters on the well, show. We're on Brody Watch. Yeah. He's still on no Brody Watch. I mean, I, my bet. I lost my production, prediction. Ha, um, ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I'm just going to do that just because I feel like I need to. I need to be in this seat. <laughs> yeah, I need to do that. that. <laughs> Thanks, Lauren. Thanks, Lauren. That was, that was from our pre-prediction day. <laughs> so... Uh, <laughs> Lauren said she won last week, so I guess... I won. I do the best predictions. I won. I win all the time. I predict there's a show next week. I win. I won. And Peter Quinn's going to be back. And I'm going to have a crush on him. And I'm going to have another crush on him. I'm the queen. Oh, Oh, God. All right, sorry. I'm predicting I'm going to have a dream about him tonight. I'm disappointed. It's the first time he took a shower. She had a shower scene, and she's not here. Please, like, don't, don't, don't. It's right. going to be like Beetlejuice. We keep mentioning she's going to start talking, coming right. back on and talking about it. She's going to bring so, it up. She's going to bring it up next week, too. She comes back. She's going to bring it up. No, but yeah, so Brody's, yeah, again, Brody Y. So far, my prediction, we'll see if my prediction comes true, because uh-huh. I predicted Brody Y. And I did this, like, back in episode five. I said, right, it was like episode five. I said, Brody's back in episode eight he's either eight or nine i want to say i'm going to stick to eight okay. i'm not going to lie and say if it's nine i'm going to say I, I told you so right but i read somewhere that um 
that the way the writers wrote it this this time this season was as a trilogy. Like the first four episodes are are, are standalone, uh. and that's when the big twist happened. Now, everyone was like saying how oh god, it's you know season. A lot right. of the, a lot of the reviews were like, what's going on with Homeland? It lost its uh, allure, and they've yeah. they've run out of ideas. And then all of a sudden, you know, we found out that we were being played by uh, by Saul and Carrie, right. and that started episode five. And now episode five through episode eight supposedly. Is uh, something else, a standalone. Okay. All right. So I, I feel Brody's going to come at the end of eight or nine. Ah. So that's where I got my information. Okay. From. That's what you know. I didn't. I don't know if he is. That's what I'm guessing. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Let's go to so a have fair we, assessment. Have we have we broken down everything pretty much for? We, uh, yeah. Did we want to talk about? Uh, yeah, we don't need to talk about Carrie being preggers. We already knew that. Although yeah, she's throwing up. Yeah. So I think I think we're pretty good. No bipolar conversation this week. So uh, you think so? <laughs> actually, you know what? I got. Oh my gosh! So, you know one thing that we did not we did not discuss, and uh-huh. we do need to discuss this because it's very 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 big. Yeah. For uh, Saul's character was the fact that he felt an sense of accomplishment, and the first person he wanted to call was his wife, mm-hmm. and he called. His oh wife, yeah, and we caught her in bed. In bed with her friend from Mumbai. She's sealing the deal with him. Yeah, totally. Like wow, yeah. really. Seal but she deal. still loves him because how many people would have an affair with somebody else and be like having such a, a, a vulnerable right, right. conversation on the phone with their lover like right there? She better watch out. He might break a bottle on her. Always married. Always married. Yeah, always married in the Middle Eastern cust- in cultures. So in the eyes of God, he's still yeah, married. married. And, and don't so, have Saul come, like, find you. Saul just... Saul have... Saul Peter just had... Just take right, you out. I just, Saul, Saul just have somebody take you out. Yeah. But, but you know, Saul... Saul, I, Saul is so intelligent, I think, and he's so intuitive. I think he... No, she's, she's growing around already. And it's not even about that. I think it's... For him, it's about their relationship, the mm-hmm. bond. Because he's a pimp. I, he I, saw... He, he brought her... She was in bed. It wasn't that good. Because yeah. he... Pimped her out the bed. Yeah. Yeah, I've been thinking about it. When I said, you know, that it didn't bother me, yeah, it bothered me. When yeah. I said I didn't miss you, yeah, I missed you. I thought that That's was great. Awesome. When she I said like, I didn't care about really? you, I care about you. When yeah. I said I didn't have a claim on you, yeah, I, I do have a claim on right. you. I thought that was huge. It was huge. I do have a claim on you. That's almost kind of like what Javadi said. Exactly. In yeah. a way, when you think about and it. And she's in bed with this guy, and he rolls over to rub her. She's like, well, get off me. Get off me. Get off me. <laughs> Go over here. It's like, oh, man. It's so like, I guess oh. the question is, is it too late? I guess it's not too late, because it no, seems like it's not too late. But I do like like how at the end of the episode that they're about they hugged and I thought he was gonna kiss and I was like no don't kiss her she has a brush her teeth yeah. <laughs> she did <laughs> she did brush her teeth or? I don't know I, I hope so I don't okay. know although don't kiss her don't kiss her she, she's just, <laughs> I think she's she cleaned up she had on a little sexy outfit for Saul it seemed like she the same she knew he was coming home oh gosh she's just been quite sexy Saul's back in the in the, in the sack now Mississippi Masala well who knows in 10 days he might have a lot more free time <laughs> oh man with her so they can do their little honeymoon or something that was, uh, they could run off to the sunset happy okay. ever after alright so we we, uh, that, we just we basically had, we had to cap it off with, yeah, with so, so let's go let's go to news and gossip let's talk about news and gossip real quick after Buzz TV News okay so I have a follower or we have a follower we have hey. a follower we have a, a particular follower awesome. on Twitter and we love you her name is Lois Elfman, yes. and you could find her and follow her at Lois Elfman, and she does interviews and whatnot, and she's very knowledgeable of uh, the show. She actually just uh, did an interview with um, one of the cast members of Homeland. Nice. Herself. And she watches us. She's she's great. Um, she has a lot of 
great theories and philosophies about stuff that's going on the show. She mm-hmm. presents cool questions or whatnot. But Farrah, she interviewed Farah, the character, that play, the actress that plays Farah. Her name is Nazanin Boniati. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that correctly, but Nazanin or Boniati sounds like something I would say. Yeah. So, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll so both she, she had a very she had a, a nice uh, a nice interview with her, and you guys can go online to divinecaroline.com. Um, and check that interview out oh. that uh, Lois did with her. Um, I liked very it. Cool. Yeah, it was very cool. So yeah, we have cool fans and cool followers. Yeah, that watch the the show does. But we have some cool ones here too. Yeah, we have some cool ones. <laughs> to us. Yeah, it's yeah. really dope. So yeah, you guys go check that out. DivineCaroline.com. Mm. Lois Elfman's interview with Nazanin Boniati of Homeland that plays fair. Let's go awesome. to predictions. <laughs> <laughs> And hopefully Lois will give us a couple of predictions too, along like she, like she always does. Mm. Um, okay, so episode eight, season three, Homeland mm-hmm. predictions. Stefan, go. Stefan, go. Yes, Stefan um, Wallace, go. <laughs> I, I predict that uh, Carrie, in her instability, mm-hmm. will make a very bad move <laughs> coming up soon. <laughs> <laughs> Is that vague enough? Oh, okay, Lord. God. I mean, <laughs> I mean Stefan. I was, I was, uh, I was caught off guard. All right, all right. Predictions. <laughs> I predict that Saul has a plan. <laughs> In the long term, that we will see. Oh God! So that I could say, I told you, I was right. You're the king of predictions. I'm the king of predictions. <laughs> I got one. Thaddeus, you're just losing these prediction games. What's up with that, Thaddeus? I'm killing you. Okay. Killing you. I'm about to get you right now. I predict <laughs> that there will be another episode of I already, Homeland. I already predicted that. I was first. No, I did that before. Dude, that I, did that earlier. I actually did that earlier. Oh, okay. okay. Just pretending I was Lauren. Then I'll go on so. the limb and I'll say, uh, I'll predict that we'll see credits after the end <laughs> of the next episode. No, okay. seriously, Brody Watch. Do you think he's going to be back next episode? I, I mean, I originally predicted um, eight, I think nine now, based on my... based on my. Uh, no, I don't... Actually, you know what? After we, we didn't see him this episode, and it doesn't look like we're going to see him next episode. And based on, based on not, based on the the preview for next week, mm-hmm. it doesn't look like we'll see him the week after that either. It just, it just kind of. I'm predicting. So there's only 12 episodes in this season. I know. So I'm, I'm wondering if we're gonna ever see Brody again. You, you will see it. Wait, I can't even speak. <laughs> you serious? You think I'm, they're gonna leave us like that? With Brody? I don't know. Uh, to me, it doesn't make any sense. And it, but I'm like. How are they gonna even? He's still in the freaking opening credits. I mean, come on. Right, right, yeah, right, he is. Right, right. But I mean, they showed him for this season. I didn't like how they showed him. I honestly thought that how they showed him and where he's at and what he's doing, the whole plot line story. He's out there in Venezuela in some yeah. tower on heroin. Mm-hmm. It was weak. I think it was weak. Yeah, with that weird doctor. I, I think to me it was. Yeah, it was. It was and now Dana's gone too. I mean, who, who do you think is going to return first, Dana or or? Uh, or Brody. <laughs> that's that's Brody. a good question. Definitely Brody. I, I want to go out on a limb. I want to say Brody will be back next episode. Okay. Wow. You're not really going on a limb because I already said that, but that's okay. <laughs> but that, Man, I feel like i I, I got to get away from this seat. I'm well, really you know, turning you, into no, Lauren. But you, you actually made that prediction before Stefan Yeah, Jordan's. I know. I know. That's why I'm saying. <laughs> so, until next week, <laughs> where can we find you guys? Uh, oh, you can find me on Twitter at I am more fire. I am more fire. 
right. I'm not Lauren Leonelli. I'm Nando Velasquez. You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Nando Vell, N-A-N-D-O-V-E-L. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Club That Is, C-L-U-B-T-H-A-D-D-E-U-S. Until next time, after buzzers. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.